How's it going, all of our human beings? Welcome back to another episode of What's the Biz with Adam and Liz. I'm your host, Adam. I'm your other host, Liz. If you enjoy a podcast where the host pronounces it oregano, well, you're in the right spot because that's what we're going to give you for the next hour or so. Or so. 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 It's episode 100. Ooh, 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 ooh. Everybody, it's episode 100, and we got a very special guest, someone who pronounced it oregano it's oh adnan Rios. hey thank you for letting me be on your stunning podcast stunning <laughs> <laughs> well adnan it's been a long time since we recorded a podcast together whether it be on games groceries or strange cast but a lot's been going on uh and episode 100's here and i wanted to have you on mm-hmm. and you know let's just get started with the question with a question how are you doing uh i'm i'm alive and that's all we can really ask for i mean honestly yeah i mean you have been Uh, talking like every now and again and you know just to like all jokes aside you you've been you know you've been coping you've been recovering you've been healing in this time um and you know i i hope our listeners who have who are also fans of strange cast know that you're okay and you know i'll like give us an update like how you've been I mean, you know, best you can do is really cope with things and um, dropped a, our delayed strange cast episode it was a month and a bit overdue, but nice to kind of get that out. And then we saw a lot of nice comments from people. Um, but yeah, just trying to get my, my head back in the game in some kind of way, shape or form. You know, I think, uh, you know, one of the best things I found was bring it like loads of people share me their experience of like when they lost their dad. So it was like just to see it and then knowing that i had my dad longer and like just kind of knowing that people have gone through their own experiences um mm-hmm. it was just kind of helpful to kind of get through to the process but yeah it's just one by day by day uh step by step trying to move forward um working on a couple of things in between so um, i feel yeah. like we're getting there that's good um now you can say no comment on this but you recently uh went for your driving tests uh any comment on that lessons lessons only learning at the minute okay yes gotcha. lessons but yeah. yeah yeah how's that going <laughs> well i did my theory test so we had to do a theory test here in the uk yes um, i think you guys do Do you guys do a written one we do well, we have so before we get our license well like his is crazier okay so yeah, but he asked what how we do ours That's yeah I, I was answering i know but like <laughs> so what liz you describe liz you describe Americans ways of okay. the theory test and then uh, and then, one, then you can go into the British way of doing things which is wild so in America mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you can take your written test at 16 mm-hmm. and before that we have, we get you can get like a paper handbook from your local DMV and it just has like facts and everything and then you go in for your like written test which is now it's on a computer um and you answer like a couple questions i think you only need to get a certain amount right and then it's like all right you passed you don't need to answer all the questions like mine it just cut me off it's like all right you got this many right good job go ahead Mm -hmm. and then that's when you after you get that's when you get your permit the written test is for your permit and that's when you can drive with a licensed driver over 21 i think yes um and then after you log in so many hours or you've had your li- your permit for so much so much time you can go get your driver's test and that's when you get in the car and get your license mm-hmm. Ooh. yeah it's a um, lot simpler 
Yeah, yours is a lot simpler compared to mine. We have yeah. we have a theory test that you have to take before you do your driving test. Um, and they usually say get it out, get it done as long, quick before you do like is fifty questions, uh, right. multiple choice, and you have to get forty three out of fifty. And once you've done that, you move on to a hazard perception test, which is basically you watch the real life scenarios of clips happening. You have to like hit when the hazard's going to happen or whatever. And you have to get like 44 out of 75 and that's so it's a two-part test um so i did my theory test early in the week and i passed it so that lasts for two years now so i can keep failing my driving test for the next two years and <laughs> i can still do it um but yeah i've been doing driving lessons for the first couple of um weeks so i've been doing like eight hours so far and uh, i'm not very good at the minute i'm still trying to learn how to control my <laughs> what i'm doing on the road because like do you when i was in america it's fun that you guys had just freeways and roads and that's straight. But if you ever drive down like a UK road, it like it stops you constantly. You have to keep moving. You have to go like a roundabout. You have to do this. You have to do that. You can't like just yeah. drive yeah. like you guys do. Um, so it's just it's yeah, it's been painful a little bit, but we're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah, the Midwest is a lot more like like East Coast is a lot of freeways and yeah. West Coast like coastal towns are a lot of freeways, highways. Midwest, there's a lot of roundabouts. There's a lot of stoppages. There's, yeah. you know, there's moose everywhere. But so, like, I've when I've <laughs> seen movies based in the UK, yeah, especially like in like, Fuzz. okay, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know, but even like the ones like based in like London and stuff, I'm just like, there's so many lines on the road. Yeah, I'm just like, how do you know where you're supposed to be? Plus, they're on the so wrong lines, side. Like, so. cross. Well, it's not wrong yeah. for them. <laughs> it's on the it's on the complete opposite end. But like, there's just so many lines on there. I'm like, how do they know where they're supposed to drive? Good God! And I, just so you know, so you feel better about yourself. I failed my driving test five times. I passed it the first oh, time. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> you also waited a lot longer to try and get your license. Yeah. I I failed my test. I consistently tried to get my license from like. 17 like i passed my permit test first try mm -hmm. i failed my driver's test five times i didn't get my license till i was 19 yeah so uh and adam you mentioned to me before uh this whole computer simulation part of, is that part of the theory test yeah that's hazard perception so once you do your once you do your theory questions at 50 mm -hmm. you get your 43 right you move on to a hazard perception test so it's like cgi clips of like so you're in the driver's seat and it's like something's gonna happen so you expect like um you know if you go past like a deer crossing or something you see like a deer run into the middle of the road yeah after like click when this hazard is developing so it's like five four three two one on a scale and the minute you click that's where you get your points on so if you get a five you get maximum marks for the clip obviously if you click too many times you fail the clip which is what happened in my test <laughs> a zero and i was furious on oh, one of the no. clips i almost started swearing in the middle of the room it was BS. I saw the hazard, clicked it, and then just clicked it a couple more times. Just to say, I don't know why I kept clicking. Do you need to keep clicking? Oh, that's. Um, but yeah, that is that's that's for me the more difficult one. You need forty-four out of seventy-five, fourteen clips, and in one clip there's two hazards, so you get ten marks in one clip. But they don't tell you which clip it is. That's right. It's oh, painful. Man. Like when he told me that, I was like, that that has nothing to do with driving. That just yeah. has to do with clicking. Yeah, that's like has to do with your like reflexes. Like oh. Got and it. Like yeah. a computer screen is not perception. Yeah. Like I don't know. Like see the oh, most it's, difficult it's, part about ours is the way is the parallel parking is what everyone talks about. Yeah, is the most difficult. Dang, it, it's it's oh, rough. Yeah, like and that's the thing. Like driving tests, uh, where we did it, it was not in Philadelphia. We didn't um 
Oh, you did in Philadelphia. Mine was. A, you were at my driving test. It was in oh, Philadelphia. Yeah. <laughs> I did not do. I did it in Ben no, Salem. No, you, you did yours in Ben Salem, which is what everyone tries to do. I failed that one too. Yeah, Ben Salem is a very <laughs> like a small suburb, so nobody really cares. When we're talking about like Philadelphia driving, the way you have to parallel park is in this very tight space. In yeah. Ben Salem, the parallel parking is like the size of an airplane, and <laughs> the curb is ginormous the in curb Ben Salem. Is massive. So, and I think they give you like one or two bumps off the curb. Yeah. So you can bump the curb, and the one in Ben Salem is huge. You you'll feel it. Whereas the one in Philly, it's like Teeny an tiny. inch off the ground. You can't feel it, and it's again, it's a smaller spot, and they grade it a lot more heavily. Like I think there's more heavy points on the parallel parking. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. which I think I did. F- no, I didn't. The first time I took it. Yeah, I, I, I failed a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I, I did take the one of Ben Salem. I failed that one because that <laughs> one was difficult. What are you talking about? It was difficult it for was me. It was not. Well, you had to do the U-turn before you could park, and I just wasn't lined up right. It was bad. I couldn't do it. I still remember when I took my driving test, and he said that you can only go 15 miles per hour. That is uh, 20 kilometers per hour? 20? I don't know. Oh, boy. I don't know. <laughs> Something like that. It's very slow. Um, it's very slow. So he's like, you can only go this far. And then he's like, okay, now go on the road. I'm like, do I only go 15 miles an hour? He's like, just go on the road. I'm like, you follow oh, the speed okay. limit. Well, then I asked him, like, I asked him, like, should I go the speed limit? He's like, just go on the road. Like, he didn't say yes or no. He said, just go on the road. See, the guy I passed with was really nice. Yeah. Even though he mocked me the whole time. Well, yeah. He was like, he's like, are he's like, you have freckles. Are you Irish? I was like, yes. Oh. And he's like, my wife is Irish. He's like, I should fail you just to piss her off. I'm like, what? Where is in Philadelphia? <laughs> it's just like, like half the people are Irish in that area. Yeah, yeah, it's all Irish. That's like, I don't know. If you're white, you're you got a percentage of Irish. <laughs> Irish or Italian. Yes. So, Adnan, I make fun of your accents all day, every day, or Oregano. <laughs> stunning um everything <laughs> i want to give you the chance here you listen you watch a lot of american tv shows you've been to america um you've watched this pronounced oregano and other things what bothers you about the american accent what did we get wrong what should we improve on i i want to hear your expertise as a as a brit it exists. That's what bothers me. <laughs> the accent exists. <laughs> uh, oh, mate. I don't know where to start. Like, the fact that you spell, like, color without fucking you. Like, oh, my <laughs> God. That drove me nuts. Well, you spell Life is Strange True Colors. I like doing it on the YouTube videos. I was like, yeah. oh, no, no, no. <laughs> colors. That's, that's one. There's a couple words like that. Yeah, it is like, uh, uh, well, like it is based in America. I will say that all all of the games are based in America. There is no British version. We also spell gray differently. What are you talking about? The UK spells gray with an E. America spells it with an E. Well, like, aren't those two different grays? No. Really? So wait. Same thing. So wait, like, Adnan, what do you spell gray as? E-R-E-Y. E-Y? Do we We spell spell it A-Y? I've seen it both ways here. Well, for a last name, it's usually E. No, for for a last name, it's usually A. It's no. well, like okay. Well, though, if you look at a crayon in America, it'll have an A. Really? Yes. Oh my god! I've this seen is right. somewhere. Yeah, they're like, this is right. I well, I've seen somewhere. I was like on Pinterest <laughs> or something. It's like, how do you know when to use which one? They're like, literally, it's if you live in England, E, America, A. Jeez. Yeah. Oh my god. It's weird. Yeah, like I don't know. I I can't. I, I get confused, especially since, like, I, again, me and you are, like, now now besties, Adnan. 
And so like <laughs> I, I'm like constantly talking to a British guy and like I'm I'm hearing like his his tweets and all that. It's like, oh mate, it's like, oh I can't do this. Oh cheers. <laughs> and just like what's going on? <laughs> it's just like I um not to say that the American accent is any better. No, literally everyone else hates the American accent. Which is funny. Everyone who's not an American hates American accents. <laughs> Oh, it's funny because like you go to different regions in America and you expect for different accents like Texas accent. And uh, especially when I got to North Dakota, I really wanted to see like, oh, yeah, you betcha. Yeah. You have to go deep into Yeah, You have to go. A lot of Americans just have the same accent no matter where you go. Mm -hmm. Like I went to Arizona. I went to Florida, of course, you know, Philly, New Jersey. Yeah. Uh, like well, Pennsylvania, Philly, um, East Coast, East Coast, West Coast, and it's all the same accent. Mm -hmm. And even when I went to Canada, uh, well, the the only place I went to Canada was Toronto, which is basically New York. I feel like where you'll find those deep accents for each area of yeah. the country is only when you get to like the back roads, the small towns. Cause like, especially where we live right now, we live in a university town, university towns of people from all over the country, Yeah, you know, and we've even experienced that just looking at the license plates of people around. They come from New York. They've come from Texas. Like they come from areas. So like where we are in a city, it's like a mishmash. But if you go into like the smack dab middle of North Dakota or like the Badlands, and you go in like, the middle of nowhere, they'll probably have that thick accent. Yeah. Because it's a smaller town. It's where people grow up and live. And literally all people who live there are people who have had ancestors living in the Dakotas. <laughs> yeah. You know? And like, same thing with, like, the South. Yeah. Except I don't for if you say water, water in the South, they will not know what you're talking about. Nobody knows what I'm talking <laughs> about. Like, when I say water, like, uh, Adam, how do you how do you pronounce that? Water. What? Okay, so so you just what, what, uh, so basically, <laughs> if he was American, get rid of it the would tea. be water. So wait, hold up, hold up. So so let me get this straight about the English accent with the with the whole water thing. You forget the tea, but if you pronounce matcha, that's probably just that's probably just me. No, I right. I said <laughs> let's start let's start this way. Matcha. That's I'm saying matcha. I'm not saying it with tea because I was like I am. Cause like okay, I'll I'll let you say the the oh you already said it on Strange Cast, but you mistake somebody's name and they got insulted, but it's because you have a British accent. Like well, she didn't no she she didn't get insulted. It was Luke saying oh she's actually called it's Matcha Lopez, not Matcha. Yeah, but it sounds like I'm saying Matcha in the actual thing, but I'm actually saying Matcha because I remember looking at her name because like I just want to make sure I get this right. Because I always I feel very subconscious when I speak because to say someone's name, <sighs> like honestly, that's why at the coffee shop. I never, people said like, oh, write down the name. No, yeah. I will never write down a name on a cup. Like, I Especially refuse. Especially these days where people like take like a regular name and then spell it with all kinds of crazy letters. Yeah. It's like, oof. Uh, oh, what did I see the other day? Oh, I saw a name and I was just like, when well, did that happen? I write down names all day. Yeah. Because I write down adjusters' names. And I um, had one the other day. What was it? Oh. It was Kelly, K E L L I E. Ew. I was like, why? 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 <laughs> Adam, what were you about to say? Oh, I've my rule book has gone out for name spelling. So I met once a woman called Charlotte with an S. Oh boy. At that point I questioned my life. I was like, can we do Charlotte? Like S instead of C H it's S H. What? Like that I've never seen. I would call her Charlotte at that point. <laughs> <laughs> what? Ah. I don't know. So 
there's been many times, and I'm not kidding you, many times, multiple times, I have had my name spelled, and one time on a t-shirt, A-D-O-M. A-D-O-M, as if that's a... It's like a mix of Adam in, like, your body... Yeah, like and Adam the name. They just smushed the two together. Multiple times. Like no one's ever mis- misspelled my last name. They like always got strange. that right. But like with my first name, it's been multiple times ADOM. And I'm like when that when is a- anybody ever named ADOM? You know, if I was I spelled know. ADOM and he spelled me ADAM. Understandable. I'll be like, "Okay, fair." Yeah. Like I don't understand. But like Adnan, how many times have people mispronounced or misspelled your name before? Because I can imagine. I hate it so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. It's like when I was in primary school, going all the way up, everyone used to say Adrian. Oh, like when they used to have like when they used to have like handwritten registers, people used to write my name down. But obviously, if you look at the D and the N, it was very close together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah. So people used to like imagine it was like a N was just like R I. It was like, cause yeah. they never, they just, yeah, I don't, I, I, like, is anybody else named Adnan that you ever encountered? No, I like to think I'm one of a kind. Yeah. <laughs> but no, there's, um, there's that, there's that United footballer, Adnan Yenizai. Oh, okay. But, yeah. That was like more, the more prolific example. Dang. Uh, yeah. Cause like, I was about Ooh. to say, I've never seen buddy. Oh, actually, no. Um, do you remember Serial Podcast? Yes. Oh. I'm not. Yeah. Wait. Is that right? Yeah, Adnan Saeed. I I am not uh doubting you because like of course you would know the person that shares your name. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> there you go. Oh uh, yeah, Adnan yeah. Saeed. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean you don't want to share his last name. I mean you don't you don't want to no, share his name. But like, oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> oh no. Um oh that's terrible. Hold up. Wait, uh, that's, that was the first time I've known for ages. No, it's not raining. I thought it was raining According for a second. According to your shoulder, it's supposed to. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so Adnan, I, I j- Liz just found this out about me today. <laughs> After of, 13 years. And, like, I, I could have sworn I told her. So, I have this weird thing, and I've had this since I was seven years old, okay? Um, as long as I can remember, right? Get down, dog. Get down. Get, get down. Um... So since I was like seven, anytime like it's about to rain, my left shoulder will feel like somebody's giving me a pressure point. You ever have one of those? Like literally someone will pinch your behind like, ah, God, like that's what it'll feel like if it's about to rain and it will be like a pressure point. But since I've had it for so long, um, like I've learned to deal with it. Like if it's about to rain, I go, mm, dang, like I just kind of like wince it off like, OK, it's about the rain. Today I had one really bad, like extremely bad. Like it just came out of nowhere. Like psh, I'm like, oh god, it's gonna rain. And Liz is just like, and I'm just like sitting there in horror. Like, what? What do you? I thought it was like, is this how old age just suddenly occurs? <laughs> he turned 31, and bam, now he can feel rain. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, I never told you. I can like my left shoulder. She's like, no, never. <laughs> like I feel like like once we started talking about, it, I was like, maybe you mentioned it like years ago. That oh yeah, I like feel like a twinge when it rain when it's gonna rain or something. But like I've never seen it happen. Like you've never said anything out loud or reacted or anything. And then all of a sudden, 
Jeez. today. I was like, what was that? Oh, my God. <laughs> um, like, Adam, do you have anything weird like that? Um, mm, no, I don't like rain at all. I like it touches my skin. It's like, like electrocuting me, and I'm like trying to run down the street, get away from it. <laughs> I hate it so much, especially See, my hair. I don't like rain on my hair. I am fine with rain. I do that. I don't particularly like to be in it because it makes me itchy. Yeah, I get really itchy. But that's because mm. rain carries pollen, and I'm like severely allergic to pollen. Dang. Like that's why was I it raining? Like... Raining five times in your driving test. No. Oh, yeah. No, it wasn't. She doesn't do well in rain. Oh, no. I don't drive in the rain ever because any accident, like car accident I've ever been in was because of rain. Like, even before oh. I was driving, like when I was really little, two, we were in two car accidents. It was raining. After I got my license, it was raining. Got in a car. Raining at <laughs> night. Car accident. I don't like driving in the rain, and I don't like driving at night. Like driving on an American freeway. Your car's, like, so big as well. It's like yeah. the asphalt's more likely to cause the damage of it. Oh, yeah. I mean, when we, we had a truck and I was like, I can't. Dr-, and we had a truck in New York and I was like, I hate this. I was like, it is way too. Like, <laughs> I, I didn't drive. So when we lived in New York, we were three hours from my parents' house. And I and we had to take like a lot of highways and everything to get there. And I told him and I did not drive to my parents' house by myself until we got a smaller car. I'm like, I am not driving this car on that highway. It's not happening. <laughs> like, it's too big. I can't do it. So, real quick, I want to do something fun since it is episode 100. And I just like off the cuff, right? Uh, I am going to put Adnan on the spot here. Oh, boy. Adnan, you, uh, you, 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 you are a writer, yes? Mm, debatable, but yes. <laughs> you, and you love English football, yes? Mm, debatable, but yes. <laughs> I am going to give you. A Premier League quiz. Okay. Oh God. And I want to see. Oh, my my football knowledge is horrific. I work in football, but my God, my knowledge is so bad. Well, there's 20 questions here. There's 20, oh and gosh. there's 20, and let's see how you do at least with the first 10. Okay. So for episode 100, we're bringing in Adnan Riaz, Life is Strange connoisseur and also debatable <laughs> Premier League fan. And we're going to put it up for debates with question number one. Question number one. Out of the English Football League, we're talking Premier League here, okay? And it's multiple choice. Multiple choice for you, okay? Oh, great. Which club? Oh, please do not I have to say it in his his accent. I'm going to close that screen so fast (laughs) if you do that accent. (laughs) Which club... Which club has recorded the most defeats in the Premier League history? A. Aston Villa, B. Everton, C. Newcastle, or D. West Ham? Jesus. Yeah. My, gonna... hmm. <sighs> My guess is Newcastle, but what, what's your guess? I was thinking Newcastle, all the other ones Aston Villa, um, West Ham, and Everton. Which is my league, or that's my team. Yeah, you're you're lucky to stay up as well. <laughs> we all we all go and start. Um, I'm gonna say Newcastle. All right, so Newcastle. Oh, uh, it was Everton. Was right. It was Everton. I was right. Oh my god! When Everton lost four to one to Liverpool earlier this month, they became the first team to record four hundred defeats. 
West Ham are on 398. Newcastle is 380 and Aston Villa is 377. I knew it wasn't Aston mm-hmm. Villa, but I was hoping to God it wasn't Everton. <laughs> when I read that question, I was like, Everton. Quiz. <laughs> I don't know why. I was just like, it's Everton. It was like as soon as I saw, it, I was like it's gonna be Everton, but I hope to God it's not. I, know I when you I feel the before, pain. I was like they don't win a lot. No, I feel it. I feel that pain. Anyways, <laughs> question number two: Which club uh, holds the record for longest run of matches with without receiving a red card? My so goodness. Which club uh, holds the record for longest run of matches without receiving a red card? A. Burnley. B. Ipswich, C. Liverpool, or D. Barnsley? I'm going to say it's mm. Barnsley, I'm going to say, because Liverpool gets the red red cards all day, I'm gonna every day. I'm going to say Ipswich, because I like that name. <laughs> <laughs> but Adnan, what is your guess? I'm going go with Burnley. Going with Burnley? All right, Burnley is right. Woohoo! Burnley are currently on a run of 107 Premier League matches without a player sent off. They have had, uh, they've never had a player dismissed, and there are 139 matches at the Turf Moor. Awesome. Was that Sean Dyche mentality? He used to be manager. Oh dang, that must be it. What? Oh wait, what's? <laughs> Is it raining? No, She's done. She's done. That's weird. <laughs> She's done. All right. Question number three. How many of the big six, Manchester United, Manchester City, Chelsea, Liverpool, Tottenham, and Arsenal, how many of the big six won their opening match in the first Premier League season in 1992? Oh, boy. So, again, how many of the big six won their opening match in the first Premier League season? So, how many of these big six teams? All six? Four of them? Two of them? Or none? Won their opening match in the first Premier League season in 1992. I don't think Man City were even in the Premier League at that point, so that's definitely not all six. Okay. What's the other options? Um. So six, four, two, or none. Go with two. Go with two. I'm going to agree with that one. I'm going to say it's Man United and Chelsea that did it. Oh, it was none. I was right again. None. Chelsea, Manchester City, and Tottenham drew on their opening matches. And Arsenal, Liverpool, and Manchester United lost theirs. It was none. I was right. Oh, my God. We're going to move on to question number four, which is about what was unique. And this is – you might actually get this one. Uh, What was unique about the 2020-2021 season? A, so what was unique about last season? A, there are more goals scored than any other season. B, there were fewer penalties awarded than any other season. C, it is the only season where there are more away wins than home wins. Or D, there were no English managers in the top flight for the first time. Mm. Want me to read those again or you got them? I've got them. Yeah. Mm. I've seen B. You say B. Yeah. I disagree with you. I only disagree with you because you're Adam. Well, no, because people suck and they always get penalties. <laughs> I'll give my reasons after. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have my guess. I think it's I think it's C. But Adnan, what do you think? He's thinking. He's thinking, everybody. 
One of my reasons. I, I know this one. I'm going to go with D for some reason. D? There were no English managers in the top flight for the first time. I'd be really wrong with that, but I think it was uh, that. Oh, it was C. It is the only season in which there were no more, there were more away wins than home wins than any other season. So the only reason I thought it was B <laughs> was because it was 2020, 2021. So I thought maybe the season was cut short from COVID. Oh. So maybe that was why there were fewer. But Maybe. I'm going to lose my job at this point. You know, <laughs> right, wrong questions. <laughs> like... We're halfway through. I got this. We're going to go, only going to go for the first 10 here. All right. Question number five. Arsenal are the only team to have gone the full season without losing a match in the Premier League. How many clubs gone a whole season without losing in an away match? Uh, one, two, four, or five. So how many clubs have gone a whole season without losing in an away match? One, two, four, or five? Hmm. I'm going to say two. I don't have a two. Going to go with two. Going to go with two. Two is right. Manchester United did it last season, joining Arsenal, who have done it twice. And again, the Invincible. Oh, yeah. During the Invincible season of 2003 and four. Question number six. Which club has gone the longest at the start of the season without winning a game? Which club has gone the longest at the start of a season without winning a game? 17 matches. 17 matches. Derby County, Newcastle, QPR, which is um, something, or Sheffield United. Hmm. He doesn't want to get Yeah, Newcastle. You're going to go with Newcastle? Oh, let's see. I'm sorry. QPR, Newcastle. Uh, Derby County, Newcastle, QPR, or Sheffield United? I think it's QPR. QPR? Let's see. Uh, it was Sheffield United. Sheffield United to fail. Sheffield uh, United failed to win any of their first matches in the last season before finally beating Newcastle 1-0 to mid-January. All right. So, oh, damn. So now it's about managers. Ready? So managers. <laughs> So which of these seven manage or which of these managers has taken charge of the most clubs in the Premier League, which is eight. So which of these managers has taken charge of the most clubs in the Premier League? Sam Allardyce. Uh, <laughs> Allardyce. Allardyce? Sam Allardyce. Yeah, Sam Allardyce. Steve Bruce. Mark Hughes. Or Harry Redknapp. Oh, I think he knows this one. I think I, think I do. Well, I think I'm going to get. I'm going to trip myself over. <laughs> it's, it's either Sam Allardyce or Harry Redknapp, and I think, I think. Hmm. Oh, your job's on the line. I'm going to go with. I'm, yeah, I'm going to go with Sam Allardyce. Sam Allardyce is right. Allardyce yeah. has managed Bolton, Newcastle, Blackburn. Uh, West Ham, Sunderland, uh, Crystal Palace, Everton. Oh, yeah. And West Brom in the Premier League. All right. Manager as well. We got record one win. Oh, really? Damn. Uh, He had one win and he got fired. (laughs) Scandal. That's why he's got an eight. Um, (laughs) We got three more questions for you. No team has ever scored 10 goals in the Premier League match. 
how many have scored nine in a game? So no team has ever scored 10, but how many have scored nine in the game? One, three, five, or seven teams? Three. Three? Okay. It is three. Manchester hey. United have scored nine twice against Ipswich, uh, Southampton in 2021, and uh, Spurs in uh, 2009. Dang, that's wild. All right. Yeah. Two questions left. Oh, God. Help me, Lord Jesus. Um, okay, I am just going to copy and paste this question into the chat, and then I'm going to just brutalize it. I'm uh, <laughs> reading it. What do Ole Gunner's Soul Scarger, Jimmy Floyd, Hasselbank, Robert Earnshaw, Emmanuel Adebayer, and Romelu Lukaku? He knows that one. Romelu Lukaku, former Everton player, have in common. What, what do those players have in common? The uh, choices are they have all scored a goal and uh, they have all scored a goal and an own goal in a Premier League, lat, uh, Premier League match. They have all scored hat tricks as substitutes in the Premier League matches. They've all scored five goals in a single game. Uh, they are the only players who have scored a hat trick on their Premier League debuts. I'm going to go with C, me personally. I'm just That's trying. What I was gonna go with. I'm thinking for Romelu Lukaku, but what do you think, Adnan? What do all those guys have in common? Or C. C? Okay. They have all scored five goals. Oh. oh. They have all scored hat tricks as substitutes in matches. Oh, yeah. Dang. That makes sense. Yeah, Romelu Lukaku in 2013. Yep, that's right. Uh, oh, Alex Ferguson. Let, um, God, that was so <laughs> dumb. Uh, and then last question for you. Okay, ready for this? This is a total guess for you, I'm going to imagine, right? What is the highest attendance at a Premier Me? Uh, what is the highest attendance at a Premier League match? Okay, here are your choices: seventy-five thousand five hundred fifty-four, seventy-nine thousand eight hundred thirty-two, eight hundred eighty-three thousand two hundred twenty-two, or ninety-one thousand two hundred fifty-five. It's B. B seventy nine thousand eight hundred thirty two is wrong. Uh, oh, I was right. It was C. It's always C. <laughs> Eighty three thousand two hundred twenty two. The record was set when Tottenham played Arsenal at Wembley Stadium in February twenty eighteen. Okay, so you got out of ten, like three, uh, one, two, three, four, four, <laughs> four, four out of ten correct. That was terrible showing, but. Oh my yeah. god! But like, I, that's I, the crazy part is there are people out there who literally know every answer to those questions, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. How do you retain all that? Okay, plus just here's come just be a normal human being. Here's my hot take on people <laughs> who are really good at sports trivia, especially Americans. I don't know what it is like in the UK. Um, here's my hot take. Usually. Well, 100% of the time, I shouldn't say usually, um, at least 90% of the time, people who are just like like real big sports nerds, like the second you bring up like, oh, the Philadelphia Eagles, oh, this guy went in 1992, oh, these stats are, like 90% of the time, 
it's because they can't play the sport. So they're coping by like knowing everything about the sport they can never, ever play. Hmm. You know what I mean? Ooh. Yeah. Like it's usually the guys that have like, you can look at them and dude, you've never even touched a football. Have you? Yeah. You know, you, you have not even touched a, 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 a soccer field. I was going to say not, a, not, not a woman. Oh my God. No. <laughs> um, and then what do you think about my hot take there? Uh, it's an interesting take. Yeah. I'll give you that. I think it might apply more so for Americans, but I think so like people who know all that trivia because they're trying to make a substantial argument from it and they don't really know what they're kind of like citing. Like I don't have to have the most incredible sports knowledge in the world to like kind of tell you like build a con- comprehensive argument. Yeah. Not really like kind of delve into those stats and figures and like people who do that kind of stuff. Um, like for me personally, I don't really know why I would need to know this record attendance for a for, for a yeah. Premier League match. I'd just search it up on Google if I needed to know. Like it's not going to change my the end of the world. I think some people are just really that invested in the subject. Mm-hmm. They'll just like they'll go and learn it for whatever sake. I don't know why they do it, but you know, more power to people. Yeah. So yeah. I think that that's my thing. But your take is, I could see why people would be that way. Yeah, I think I like I said, I think it is more of an American thing because yeah. American culture is very much like one up. Like I gotta know more than you. Yeah, like I like yeah. I need to be the best in like, the room. I didn't really watch sports or like say that I liked sports until we got married and I was with someone who didn't care that I didn't know all the stats because like I grew up in an athlete's household. Like they, we were musicians too, but my sisters were athletes and my dad coached both of them in soccer. And so they, whenever they watch sports, they discuss it and they knew stats and they knew this and that. And I'm just like, oh, so I don't like sports, but I love baseball. I just don't, I don't know all the players. I don't, I know how the game works. Right. But I don't know all the players. I don't know their stats. I don't, you know, whatever. And then when we got married, we'd sit there and I'm just like, oh, I get it. I'm like, oh, so I like sports. I just don't need to, I don't need to know all that stuff. But it's like in America, it's like, if you say you like the sport, they're like, oh, well, who's your favorite player? Who's your favorite team? This and that. I'm just like, I just like to watch it. Right. I love going to games. It's the most exciting time. I love it. It's my favorite feeling. I don't need to know all their names to enjoy it. Oh, that TV trope where they're watching ESPN, like American TV, and it's like they're mm-hmm. watching the Stats Center and shit like that. And I'm like, oh my yeah, god, yeah. Like, like, is, is, well, that's true in like, America. Really... It's so true. They're just like, 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 I don't know. Well, you probably have. I'm like, have you ever watched American sports where literally Tom Brady will just like take a knee? It's like, oh my god, that's the first time Tom Brady has taken a knee on the 20 yard down since yeah. 1992 when it was Joe Joe Namak. Who, yeah. I'm like, where are you getting like, the stats? Like. Like off the top of their heads, like, like my thing shit. is like, I love baseball. Baseball is my absolute favorite sport. Just kind of happened that way. Mm-hmm. And we went to one summer where we saw, I think seven games in one season. We went to like live games. We when we went to them in one summer, and yes. almost every single one of those games, there was one player who literally saved the game and was the reason we won. And his name was John Mayberry Jr. And that yes. summer, he became my absolute favorite Phillies player. And everyone wanted to fight me when I said he was my favorite player. Yeah. They're like, why? He's not good. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, literally every game I went to, he's the reason we won. Like, why are you fighting me on this? Why can't I just have a favorite player? Leave me alone. <laughs> like, everyone hated me because he was my favorite player. I'm just like, he saved our butts every game. He's he would score like two run home runs, grand slams, like every 
game, and then they traded him. I'm just like. So, Adnan, I'm going to give you a bit of redemption. So not only are you into sports, but you're also very much into Life is Strange. Is he? I had no idea. Oh, dear God. So <laughs> it's going to end in disaster now. I'm going to give you five <laughs> He's just going to ruin every ounce of any career you've ever had <laughs> today. Yeah. Well, this like, is why his 100 episode special was to bring me on and ruin me. <laughs> well, like, here's the thing. Like, we... So sports trivia is like one thing because there's just so much to know. Like there's, there's just a wider range of sports trivia. Like we had a question in that one from 1992. You know, it's just like you weren't even alive, Adnan, in 1992. Um, <laughs> putting it that way um, because you are 12 years old. But I have here a Life is Strange trivia. Life is Strange okay. trivia questions. We're only going to go through five questions. And here's the challenge. I'm not even going to give you the multiple choice unless you really oh, you gets... have to give me the multiple choice. Never. All right. So <laughs> I, if you really get stuck, especially on this first question, you can ask me, give me the multiple choice questions. Okay. But I guarantee you, I look through some of these questions here and I'm like, you won't even need the multiple choice here. Uh, just oh, to let you know how easy this question, uh, questionnaire is. Uh, it is from Twinfinite. So there you go. Not uh, a legit <coughs> website. <laughs> well, Twin Infinite is. It's just that they're uh, they're um, um, lazy. Uh, first question: In the very first Life is Strange game, the entire game takes place over the course of how long? How long does how long of? Okay, you want mul a multiple choice? <laughs> <laughs> oh God! One day, one I, month. I, I, What's All right, God, God, you see saying them. One day, one month, one week, or one year? It's a week. Yeah. Yeah. Of course he's got that right. It takes place in one week, in one work week at that point. Um, okay, so if you really need the multiple choices, that that's the setup here. If you really need multiple choices for these <laughs> questions, let me know. And then that's how I'll out you here. Like, can I get multiple I'll just choices? Say, I forgot. Let me for this let me just preface one. as well. Like, I'm I like Life is Strange. I love it, but like I'm nowhere near on the trivia. I've always said that people are much smarter than me on this yeah. kind of stuff. So to cover my own back. I say on the podcast, I'm like, who's this character? And then someone always says in the comments, it's like this. I'm like, there oh, we go. Yeah. that's why they're there. Yeah. All right. In Before the Storm, in Before the Storm my favorite one uh what is the name of the band that chloe goes to see in the beginning of the game what's the name of the band oh, that that, that plays in the barn multiple choice firewalk firewalk yeah yes that's yeah. correct firewalk i forgot until i saw the options i was like oh yeah firewalk all right so this is about life is strange 2 and if adam yes. gets this wrong okay um okay ready in life is strange 2 which of these characters from the first game makes an appearance dave madsen dave madsen is correct sean meets david I'm madsen straight. <laughs> it's... great game just you're a hater <laughs> just a... <laughs> i promise you i'm gonna replay the game uh when we when we finally uh reboot uh strange cast I will replay it, but that's why I'm putting it off. I'm like, oh, you know what? Like it, I don't need to play it because you know we're we're not doing that right now. I haven't so. replayed any of them. <laughs> I replayed uh, Life is Strange recently. When they all get on the Switch, I will replay them. How's that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because... We're still waiting for that. 
It's yeah. ridiculous. It's well, I mean, all of no, them. it hasn't come out yet for the Switch. It's, it's freaking stupid. Is the second it's, one it's, going it's, on the Switch? I mean, all it's, of them. What I would say is that it's bollocks. Uh, so, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> next question. In Life is Strange, what is the first photograph that Max takes? Oh, I know this one. The selfie. Selfie so is selfie. correct. <laughs> yeah. Is correct. The first photograph that Max takes is a photograph of herself. She takes it in the blah, 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 blah. We all know the story. <laughs> and before the storm, what play do Rachel and Chloe take part in? Uh, Tempest. Yeah, I knew you would know that one. You you love that scene. That's one of your <laughs> favorite scenes. Oh, mate. It's so good. It's such a good Hell scene. yes. All right. So this is kind of a tricky one. Um, hmm. In terms of just like, I'm, I'm just going to give you the options because like it's in terms of like, how do you even word it? But I, I'm not going to give you the options until you ask me to. In Life is Strange 2, what power does Daniel Diaz have? See what I mean? It's kind of like, well, like, how Kinesis. do you... What's that? Kinesis. Telekinesis is correct. Sean's brother has the power of telekinesis to move objects with his mind. See, like, I wouldn't know, like, that was actually telekinesis, like, he's doing that with his... Because he's always doing it when he's freaking out. But I guess that's with yeah. his mind, you know? I think they technically just don't allude to that fact. I think they just kind of, like, make it that he can move objects. I never say it's specific. I don't think they specifically say it's telekinesis. I think they just say that he can... Well, he can move things, shows but he, he does move. use his yeah. hands. That's what I mean. So it's kind of like um, if somebody were to ask me that, I'm like, I, I might be telling. Especially the picture they paired with it. The picture they paired with it, he was like this with yeah. his hand. I'm like, <laughs> well, really? <laughs> Telekinesis. Uh, in Life is Strange, Mrs. Grant asks Max to sign a petition to fight against which of these things on campus? think it's is it not like cctv cameras from dave Hudson? security mm-hmm. cameras is correct mrs grant is one of the teachers at blackwell academy she's unhappy with security cameras okay if you do much better than i thought i would wow i'm actually really impressed that's what i mean <laughs> if a person does not know the answer to the next one oh you here clearly didn't play the game and before the oh, storm who's responsible for the forest fire that is one rachel amber rachel amber yeah. is correct see that's Just lies it's the wind we don't hate Rachel. Rachel's the greatest. Oh, here's something. If you don't get this right, then oh you're down the drain for Life is Strange 2. Um, in Life is Strange 2, where do Sean and Daniel find work in California? Redwoods Forest. Yeah, like where do they find work? Like what? what's their job? On a weed farm. On a cannabis farm is correct. They, yeah. they call it a cannabis farm. I'm like, okay, if you want to get technical. Um, oh, here we go. Here we go. Here's a deep one. Here's a deep I cut. I don't think I would have known that until I saw the options. Okay, ready? In Life is Strange. Now, if you need multiple, multiple choice, let me know. In Life is Strange, what is the name of Max's plant that she can choose to water? What's the name of the plant? That's a deep cut. Need a multiple choice? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Alyssa, Kate, Joy, or Lisa? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Lisa. Yeah. Because, like, as soon as I gave the multiple choices, I'm yeah. like, it's not Alyssa or Kate. And Joy. No, like, come on. Yeah, Lisa. That's what I mean. Like, if you knew it off the top of your head, I would have been impressed. But, yeah. 
like I, was, I, I was i had it i had something in my head visualized i was like i could not remember what she calls it yeah because like it's it's set there and, and again but like after hearing the multiple choice i'm like oh it's lisa yeah. for sure um oh yeah okay well i'm gonna skip that one. <laughs> oh, okay this will be the last question because it will make me sad uh in life is strange too what happens to mushroom the dog what happens to Mushroom? Ed. What's that? It's killed by was it coyote? Uh it know, says she's killed by a wild animal, which is correct. I think it was a cougar. It was a cougar. She yeah. got she got eaten by a cougar in episode two, which is such a an actual Just narrative mistake. No, it was such a narrative mistake. There were so many missed opportunities with that that it could have been it could have died like mushroom could have died in episode four and it had more. Of a meaning. Oh no, that's too many yes. episodes then. Yes. Yeah, the dog dies in episode two. You need to get rid of it at that point. Well, that's what Bottom I mean though. Ice. You gotta have an emotional connection with the dog, but instead Um, you should have an emotional connection with a dog from the first time it gets on. <laughs> yeah, screen. but like we only had it for like <laughs> like half of like, But a... it's a dog that gets killed. You have a dog. That's like watching a movie <laughs> and it starts with like a child dying. It's like Matt, who cares? We don't know that kid. <laughs> I was more sad in Walking Dead season two when Chloe had to kill the dog for biting her, and that was as much screen time as mushroom the dog. It was like out with a knife. Yeah, it took it out Straight with a knife. Sweat. Yeah. I was Actually, more no, I, I left. You left second it. play for I left. Yeah. Second playthrough, I was like, fuck the dog. Because, <laughs> like, there's this uh, hungry dog, right? Because it's uh, an apocalypse, right? Mm-hmm. And Chloe finds the dog and feeds it some beans. But because it's so hungry, it becomes almost, like, um, uh, a little bit ravenous. Mm-hmm. So then it, it, like, wants more beans. And then bites her, like, claws her hand, mm-hmm. right, with, like, with its teeth. And Chloe has to, like, defend herself. And so she, like, bumps the dog off. And the dog gets caught in a bear trap and you have to like like decide whether to leave the dog to just suffer or stab it and take it out of its misery. God. Yeah. That's emotional narrative writing right there. Not But see for me, I have the same reaction either way. Because dogs <laughs> exactly. are precious. Right. Mm-mm. And anytime where they need to die in any way will make me sad. I just think it's I love stupid. dogs. Stupid. But whatever. It is what it is. All dogs are precious. All dogs, meh. But (laughs) you need to replay Life is Strange too. I well, you know that's the thing. You know we're you know I'm putting it off. You know I'm putting on the back burner. You know (laughs) I'm 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 playing through Skate Three. You know for the fifth time. You know it's a lot of work. You know I have to be playing Skate Three in a fortnight, of course. You know so it is what it is. And um, oh, speaking of that, um, uh, TikTok. What's that about, Adnan? (laughs) (laughs) What do you want, mate? I've been on it for like three days, just like flicking through the homepage. I've never been more disgusted with society. <laughs> oh my god! I, I genuinely like thought I've reached a plight of like the bottom of of humanity on TikTok. Genuinely, it's the worst thing I've ever seen. I'm like, this is like, do you want yeah. IQ levels stumped down? Why Ridley Scott criticizes people for not watching his film? Why Martin Scorsese gets angry at people for watching comic book films? This is where society has descended to. And I'm currently on it, which is even more embarrassing. For myself. I was about to say, are you still currently active on TikTok? I, I, I downloaded it for the purpose of seeing what it does. Yeah. And like the algorithms mm-hmm. are weird. So like what it's showing me is like really weird on this homepage. Mm-hmm. Like I've not actually clicked on any interest, but it's like just showing me like certain videos. Like I'm like, why is this going viral? Yeah. 
it sums up the people as well. Like the people who are on there are so like entitled. <laughs> like I'm like these people have never worked a day's and a day's work no. in their life. Mm-hmm. They basically just become like influencer status and then telling people, oh yeah, you can do this if you try hard and like try to get angry with people in the comments. Like I, I don't get that mentality. I re- never get that. Like look at like our, the YouTube channel I run. Every single episode has got better because people have put input towards it. I've never been like stuck up to someone being like, oh, this is a good part of it. It's like you know yeah. to say like let's improve this. We've done it, haven't we? Like. Um, but TikTok is just yeah I've been tempted because right before we moved into our current place I was watching a lot of cleaning videos on Facebook videos and a lot of them are TikTok videos that ended up on Facebook mm-hmm. and I watch I'm like oh it's so cool maybe I should get a TikTok so I can just like sh- constant have like a constant stream of cleaning videos and I was like no I can't do that and my sister my old sister will send us a f- like a couple videos here and there that like relate to like us growing up or our, my, our mom and stuff and i was like oh yeah that's funny but like yeah i don't care I, your iq level would drop i, I would yeah, not I'm be like, on social just, media at all i just can't job. i don't like and that's the thing like i don't know if i can bring myself to join tiktok i'm like i'll just get my videos on facebook yeah <laughs> all good like i watch videos on facebook and, and um instagram I'm like that's all i need i don't need to get a tiktok i yeah. feel like i would feel less of a person <laughs> if i had a tiktok and that's the thing. The more social media that we have, the more distracted we are from actually encountering people in real mm-hmm. life or actually like do, accomplishing anything. Like it's like I, I think I told you, Adnan, that I was considering making like an Instagram account, maybe a new Twitter account uh, for my music page, you know, because mm-hmm. like, oh, like spread it out that way. But I'm just like, but that will make me lose focus on actually writing yeah. music. Like I'm in the middle of writing an EP and not the middle of it. I'm still um, punching the wall for how bad I am at music. But um, that's the thing. It's like, I think it would be just more of a distraction. So all these people are just on social media, just like putting their face on the wall. Mm-hmm. It's one thing if that's what you want to do. If you want to be yeah. a TikTok star, then yeah, be on TikTok, yeah. like do your thing. But like, God help us. I know, like, I, you know, what's interesting <laughs> about the algorithm on TikTok? I don't know if you heard this about it, but it's a pretty, um, it's not a well-known secret or like it's um, the worst kept secret is what I'm trying to say. Um, basically what TikTok will do is that if you're a new user to TikTok, the algorithm sends your feed to literally every person possible so that you get the dopamine mm-hmm. of saying like, oh, I'm a oh, famous people are watching it. People are watching it and it's only the new people. But once you reach a certain platform, mm-hmm. It will like drop you from the yeah, algorithm. It's like, All right, you're on your own. Hopefully you're, they liked you. Yeah, hopefully they liked you. And then the next new group will be just flooded. So that's why you're seeing like all these people who are just the the bane of existence yeah. because they don't know what they're talking about. Um, you're right because I've I flipped through their profiles. Like if it comes on the front page, like yeah. well, that video will have like hundreds of thousands of views. But then you go on the rest of the profiles, like a couple of hundred, yeah. maybe a thousand. You gauge like how many people are following these people, and I'm like, why are you following this person? Like, who are they? Yeah, like, what have they achieved? Yeah. Like, you're just watching a one randomly posting TikToks, but like no other pedigree with them. Like, what else have they done? Yeah, it's like, and they're, and they're just talking like this high right, high moral righteous voice, and it's like they're so out of touch with people. Yeah. I genuinely understand now, going on it, why Trump wanted TikTok yeah. banned. I'm like so for that as well. I'm like this platform, like my god. Do yeah. you guys uh, remember I, I just... when we were younger? You had to be a certain age to be on social media. 
Yeah. They don't do that anymore. Like, I just realized that, like, when you sign well, up for, like, a new account, they don't ask you what age you are anymore. And I think that's, like, the biggest problem is that there are, like, 11-year-olds getting on these sites. I'm like, you had to be 16 to have a MySpace page. Yeah. To add on to that argument, like, they're, um, in, in the UK, they're trying to, like, pass through, like, a, a, a bill to stop pornography being accessed easy mm-hmm. by, like, young people. And it's like, you sit there sometimes wondering, like, these politicians, like, do you not understand what VPNs are? Yeah, don't understand exactly. that these mm-hmm. kids can just jump on Twitter within five seconds. You go on Twitter and you could find all kinds of like lewd stuff, OnlyFans mm-hmm. and stuff. Like it's like, do you really think that this is going to stop young kids? Like, you, like you yeah. said, Liz, I think when I signed up to Facebook first time around, it was like I had to put my fake age in because I said, yeah, I was a lot of people did on it. Yeah, exactly. And I and I know that didn't stop anything, but like social media is really like it's. I kind of I blame the parents honestly. I don't even blame the pages. Mm-hmm. I don't blame them because they're just doing their job. They're just making things make them money. But it's the parents who just like when we were younger, it's like, all right, most kids didn't have a cell phone till this age. And I know it's because cell phones didn't get popularity till we were older anyway. Yeah. But I still remember even when I was in middle school, there was like a nine year old with a cell phone. It didn't have Internet or anything because we didn't have that on phones yet. But it was still just like that was like the beginning of it. And now it's like my like 11 year old cousin has Instagram and stuff. And all these kids have so many mental problems because they're on these pages at such a young age yeah. they're all growing up too fast and it's too much for their brain to handle mm-hmm. it's just it deserves me to no end and like I, when we have kids i don't want to be that parent that like our kid feels the need to lie to us and have accounts on their friends phones and stuff but at the same time i don't want them on these things like it's so disturbing yeah no. get worse the metaverse is the next step that's the thing yeah well like what i was gonna say to like your point uh, Liz, is that I, I remember reading a book back in back in my youth ministry days, um, how there like there was a study that found that there was a lot like, there was a lot more cases of uh, middle schoolers committing suicide mm-hmm. than ever before. And when asked like these kids like just surveying and like what what goes on in your life, like what are your biggest struggles? And most of them because of social media, social media is a toxic environment because of um, what we call comparing yourself to others. Mm-hmm. And they're so young yeah. that they can't cope with that. That like these yeah. these other kids who have no power, they have no money yeah. to go to these places, but they're comparing themselves to the younger kids. They don't know how to cope with that. They don't yeah. know that's not reality. And so they just and hate on themselves. top of that, you have to think when we were younger, it's not like you didn't compare yourself to other people. It's not like there wasn't bullying when we were growing up, but it ended at school. Yeah. You went to school, you got bullied, not a good not a great thing, but you went to school, you got bullied, you got home and it was gone. Yeah. You got to go home, be you and not be disturbed. But now these kids take that home with them. They see the other kids or the kids are talking to them online or things like that. And it's like, like I said, I know when we were in youth ministry, we had kids who weren't allowed on social medias, but they had accounts on their friends' computers, on their friends' phones. They had hidden accounts and everything that they hid from their parents. So even their parents telling them, no, you can't have it, doesn't always work. Like, I think my mom's rule, and I don't agree with every rule my parents had growing up. I think I was a little too sheltered. Mm -hmm. But... My parents had a rule. Our computer, and since we didn't have smartphones, our computer in our house was in the middle of the house. Like, my parents could walk by and see what we were doing, see who we were talking to. I remember one time I, on my MySpace page, you had the top 10. Most of my top 10, I went to Philadelphia Public High School. A lot of my top 10 had curse words in their names. Yeah. And my mom's like, who's that? I'm just like, it's my friend, Matt. I don't control the name he chooses. Yeah. But she would like, she would be able to see and see what I'm doing, see what's on, on my screen, which was disturbing because those pages 
I don't know if you guys remember, but I remember going on the pages where you would like design your MySpace page and they always had that ad that would pop up and it was like a porn site. And I'm like, shut up, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) My mom's in the other room, shut up. But like, I think that's, honestly, if we had kids, I think that'd be the best rule to have is like, you can't be on your phone up in your room. But If you're on the internet, you're in the house, you're in front of me. But it was so much more like you could control that back in the day when we just had flip phones. But like to control your phone, like literally it's it's everywhere. You know, like you just have to I take know. away the phone. You have to become like liver king and just put it in like a bin. I know. It's like you can only be on your phone in the living room or like even when we got a laptop, you were on the laptop on the couch in the living room. Like you couldn't have the laptop I'm, in our bedrooms. Yeah. I'm no expert. I'm not a parent or anything. But I think the, the easy way to kind of neutralize it essentially is to basically be very clear and up front of your child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like. In itself, like, I feel like because of, yeah. like, the, again, like, the rise of pornography from, like, the 80s onwards, it's been uncontrolled, and it's an unregulated mm-hmm. behemoth that just keeps, like, just evolving. So it's, like, now onto the, like, level of OnlyFans. If you're an OnlyFans creator, we know what you do. Don't try and, like, you know, mm-hmm. jazz yeah. it up. It is, it is adult content creation. I think, like, if you have, like, kids and you kind of, like, have to try and not overburden them or, like, be too yeah. protective... Kind of just have to be upfront with the conversation mm-hmm. about if they see porn, you just need to say like, right, yeah. this yeah. is what it is. Yeah, this isn't what you expect to see. And obviously, you have to, you know, age is going to be an important factor, but you just need to yeah. explain it to them because at that point, you know, so many people who just like get lost on this kind yeah. of stuff. And one of my favorite ones, I was like thinking about like, you know, with Twitter, it gives you algorithms and like feeds you all kinds mm-hmm. of stuff. Yeah, in one of it, it was showing me like a article thing for the Times newspaper. It was like about a woman writing saying that like a kind of recent study in like schools and it says like most women don't realize that you can say no in any kind of sexual encounter they don't teach this in sex ed i obviously like flipped through it and then like read through it then looked at the comments of people like well this is just a general assumption you obviously say this i just thought i thought to myself the worst sex ed- education i ever had in high school no one ever said that woman can say no and even though this might seem so rational and like you know simple right. kind of thing yeah it's never taught. It's never taught. So if you aren't telling a 13-year-old girl that she can say no or she shouldn't be peer pressured, yeah. what happens when peer pressure comes? Yeah. It's not exactly. her fault. Yeah, like it, it comes entirely to, like like you said, like with all these regulations coming around, uh, government's trying to get involved. It, it really comes down to like where are the parents? Where are the parents? I What's feel happening? Like, I feel like pressure has been taking way, taken way too much off the parents in recent years like suddenly everything is the teacher's fault the government's fault this fault it's like but you're the parent like i like and again we're not parents but i know what kind of parent i want to be and like you said it, when you have that open conversation i feel like that starts from the second you have a kid yeah you have to decide what kind of parent you want to be when they're a teenager because they're not going to talk to you as a teenager if you played the fear game when they were little. Right. Like, if you're a fearful parent, they're not going to want to talk to you when they're a teenager because they're going to think, oh, well, I'm going to be in trouble because they yelled at me so much when I was little. Yeah. Like, no, you have to have that open conversation from the time they're little. Like, Yeah. And I know that's difficult, but, you know, yeah, I just it, feel like that all starts when they're really little. You have to have that open conversation. You have to talk to them and teach them. And you have to teach them that not everything they're going to learn in school is correct. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And the other thing is that, like, I, I think there should be a law where if you wear, like, Uggs without, you know, like, without actually enjoying it, and those stupid, like, little hats that's like a sun hat, but it's made of, like, a weird fabric. You know what I mean? You ever seen those hats from, like, white women that they just, like, they wear those stupid little sun hats and they, no. they think they're so cute? Uh, I probably like it. You're sun. writing stupid sun hats. Stupid sun hats. <laughs> 
No, not like that. No, don't do that to me, Google. Just type in sun hat. Oh, millennial, millennial sun hat. And it's so stupid. No, not that. That one right there. What's wrong with that? It's. Oh, my God. They, they should not give birth to children at that point. It's like a mix between a sun hat and a cowboy hat. Yeah. No, it's. it's it, I mean, that it serves no purpose, but it's fashionable. Yeah. No, I am. Copying, pasting it to the chat. It's something you'd see you a lot a in the peak. fashion industry. Uh-uh. No. Yeah, if you wear that's those hats, it. you're not allowed to reproduce. That's that's just all that's just <laughs> like it's always it's always like those like weird millennial imagine, moms. Yeah. Imagine the baby popping out with that hat on as well. Oh <laughs> my <laughs> god, dude. <laughs> Bro, they come up because I work in a um in a in, in a, a health ve- food place. in a health food vegan friendly kind of place. Do you know how many of those hats I see every oh shift? Oh my gosh, I can imagine. I'm Especially like, in the Midwest where you like need a hat because it's so freeing windy. But like that hat just blows right off. I don't understand. They have to I watch them come in and they're like holding it on. Like they're That's just because they, with they it's because we live in the Midwest and those are cheap versions. The version that girl's wearing, it's $130. Trust me, that one stays that on. That will blow right off? No, it won't. Oh my god. But anyways. I've had I've tried on cheap hats because that's what I can afford. They blow right <laughs> off. But the ones I try on in stores that I cannot afford that are like 50 bucks, yeah. those stay on. Those are like nice and snug, but not snug in a way that's like killing brain cells. It just fits perfect. Oh, my God. Just kill me now. I don't want to ever see that ever again. <laughs> like that's, that's the thing. Millennial fashion will go on to the end of time to be the worst fashion choices ever alive because like the 60s yeah. had its charm the 70s had its charm oh, like, I the love bell bo- the 70s are coming back it's great the bell bottoms the striped shirts <laughs> with the collars you know in the 80s the tuck shirts and like the, the 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 mom jeans on the guys you know it was you know it had its charm millennial fashion is the absolute we, worst millennials we we really just kind of we put things together where it's like maybe this works <laughs> Exactly. Like <laughs> the whole Ray Dunn crap. It just, it's insane to me. Um, am I, you know, I know I'm, I have the haircut of a millennial, like a little hair on the top and like the shaved sides. I understand that. I get That's that. Okay. My age shows, I realized that I'm like, my age really shows with how I dyed my hair. Yeah. Because right now the style is you take two little chunks in the front and dye those. Oh my God. No. And I think it's really ugly. I hate it. But the way I dyed my hair with the half bottle, I'm just like, this just screams like, hi, I'm 30. Okay, honestly. <laughs> and then what, what is your take on millennial fashion? Well, <laughs> millennials. <laughs> well, I think it's like, like all those other decades that you explain, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, they were all like, they had their time. They had that identity. Millennials right. don't have an identity. Because we have everyone's Gen Z identity. does not have an identity either. Like Jesus Christ! Like I, I don't like Gen Z. <laughs> like, oh my God, no! Like I, I can't, I can't, I can't. There's too many words for Gen Z not my... to like to express my dislike for them. But itself, like, all fashion will like probably like 50 years from now being like museums being like the worst dress sense ever. Honestly, Look, they put a dress with jeans. Yeah, like honestly, <laughs> it's awful. Oh my God! But yeah, no, I. I see a millennial dress up and it's just like, oh my God, what are we doing with our lives? Uh, Curtis Connor recently made a, a video about it and he talked about like that long shirt that guys wear in the clubs, like the really long shirt that has like a zipper on the sides. I'm like, oh my God, when did that start? What are we I've doing? Seen those. Yeah, like that's the thing. My fashion sense is 
jeans with slip-on skate shoes and a flannel shirt, basically, and a beanie. So I'm rocking the day one song, rocking, or, you know, former youth pastor. You know? <laughs> my style is like a mix between weird but classy. Yeah. Like, I, I, I look presentable, but when you look at what I'm wearing, you're like, that's weird. See, that's... A- <laughs> That's the thing. I want to rock everything that Day One Song rocks. Because Day One Song is like the coolest human being ever alive. Hold up. Sometimes it depends on your body shape, too, though. Like, yeah. you have to have the right shape to wear certain clothes. Um, Hold up. So, oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, come on. Where did I do it? Oh, there it is. Okay. So, and then this is Day One Song, and I want to look like him every day, all day. He's got the hoodie. He's distance. Got the, what's that? Distance is well. Our distance is face like Vladimir Putin, but as I <laughs> zoomed in, um, he's definitely not Vladimir Putin. Definitely not. That's a that'll be a hard look to pull, pull off in twenty twenty two. I know, because like he's got the well, windbreaker like, with a hoodie. It it's a it's a unique look, honestly. And he yeah, rocks it, a, dude. He's uh, he's fifty years old. Jesus. Yeah, dude. He. <laughs> He's uh he's been rocking skateboarding for a long time, dude, with Rodney Mullen. It's a Tony Tony Hawks moment that as well. You can see <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he is. Uh he's he's either like 48 or 50. He is 47. I apologize. He's 47 years old. Uh whereas Rodney Mullen is uh, it's the same uh age and um uh, and he looks it. He looks <laughs> Rodney Mullen is but Oh, he's, he's 55. So- Rodney Mullen's so just hard to pull those looks off, though. It's like when Eminem turns up in a hoodie now and he's performing on stage. It's like so 1990s. Oh, it's like, yeah. oh, it's just hard to do now. Yeah, like yeah, he's Eminem. He can do whatever he wants. Well, now he's got the beard no, rocking now, well. so it's like he's got he's he's he still looks so young. He does. And how old is he? Eminem he's is in his fifties. He is forty nine. That was close. He's forty nine. He'll be fifty this year. Oh my god! Nineteen seventy two. So he'll be fifty this year. Yeah. And he still looks like he's at least forty, if yeah. not younger. <laughs> it's wild, dude. And, and that's the thing. His daughter's fully grown. And, and a lot of uh, people. Haley's. Yeah, like Haley. She's is, a whole adult now. <laughs> that's the thing. Some people say like, "Oh, Adam, you look like you're twenty seven. I'm like, I'm. If I but can. See, here's the thing. You've looked like you were twenty seven since you were eighteen. So well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You just haven't aged. I think my my goal in life is to be 50 years old. And they're like, oh, wow, I thought you were like 42. I'm like, I'll take it. I don't see. Honestly, I don't know what age I look because when I was younger, they always thought I looked like when I was 16, they thought I was like 12. Mm -hmm. And then even when I was like 18, they're like, you look like you're 16. Like, like they just always think I'm younger than I'm now. I don't know. You look like your legal age. Do I do I look 28? You look like I'm not a creep. Well, that's good. <laughs> that's, that's good. That's that. I mean, that's that's the first goal. Yeah. But I, I just, I don't know. I don't know what age I look to people. See, I thought Adnan was older than me, not because of the way he looks, but because <laughs> the British accent makes you always it sound. It always dis- makes him sound scholarly. Yeah, scholarly and distinct. wiser. <laughs> yeah. Oh bollocks! That this these clothes the millennials are that looking. That's bad. <laughs> Crikey, is what. <laughs> well, I've. I've always felt like I look like I'm 40 and I act like I'm 50. So it's, always, uh, it's always reassuring for me. My mindset has been very old anyway. Well, that's because you're on TikTok now and you're just like, oh, no. Yeah. This is not stunning. I think, I think the other part is that when we first got married, everyone would tell me I was too young. Yeah. And they always thought I was younger than I was because they're like, because I'd be like, oh, I'm married. And they're like, how old are you? I'm like 23. And they're like, 
that's still young. I'm like, we thought we were like, you were like 20. I'm like, only three years. Yeah. <laughs> Cause like right now you are turning 29. I'll be 29 in August. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the thing. Almost 30. And Adam, you are actually, you're the same age, right? And 29. It's in 29 last month. Yeah. That's about to say you were born yeah. in 93. Yeah. But uh, that's a year for 30. Yeah, honestly, like when I turned 30, that's when I started to like figure things out. I'm just like, oh my God, what am I doing? Is it just like a switch that goes off when you on your 30th birthday? I think it does. I think because like in your 20s, you're always thinking like now that we're on the the precipice of 30. And it's it's not like when I turned 30, it's like when I was like 28, 29, and I got closer to 30. I started to figure things out. But like in your early 20s, mid even your mid 20s, you think you got everything figured out. Yeah. You think you got you think you got what you want to do in life because I think society sets you up that way because you have to go to college at 18, mm-hmm. graduate. And, and you should be doing what you said you were going to do when you were 16. And again, like with, with social media, you're comparing yourself to these like, mm-hmm. oh, this entrepreneur made a million dollars when he was 22. And it's just like, oh, my God, should I be yeah. figuring things out? Or even like talking to my old friend. I recently connected with a friend from high school. I was like, oh, how are you? She's like, oh, yeah, I got a job right out of college. Yeah, And she's still with that company since she graduated college. I'm just like, I've been with like four different companies since I graduated. Yeah, I've moved five times. (laughs) Like, I still don't know what I want to do. I'm not doing what's in what I graduated for. I'm just like, well, isn't that lucky that you're talented and stayed with one company? Good for you. (laughs) Honestly. Adam, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> that was that's just a reflection of social media, though, isn't it? It is. You, you, the comparing of like people is yeah. just like so obvious. Like, um, and people like as as I said before, people make it out like <laughs> anyone could be a millionaire. And it's like yeah. no, it's not. Yeah, it's just not that easy. And there's very few people who can do it. The means to how they how they go and be millionaires. Mm-hmm. There's no shame for it. There's mm-hmm. no shame for it. And I'm I'm always critical. I I just like when I see like with, for example, obviously like in itself, I'm a YouTuber. I'd be considered a YouTuber. It's like when I see the bigger ones. Mm-hmm like the amount of stuff that they plaster on their social media where it's like free stuff and free content from publishers like just look at the comments sometimes like how do these people not think you're a shill yeah honestly. Like, you imagine like imagine imagine if we like had hosted strange cast and like got like loads of like free stuff and it's like why would someone not think like what how could you trust my your my opinion your opinion yeah mm-hmm. can you trust anyone's opinion for that like and i always find it weird like the contrast with people it's like with reviewers and youtubers people like don't trust reviewers for actual publications yeah of like an ethical moral position compared to like youtube is doing what they're doing but to kind of like loop my point in it's kind of like yeah i think it's just so difficult like some people just fall into something they settle in they live a very typical mm-hmm. life they get married they have kids they're like literally like kind of feel like marx would be like furious <laughs> like um in terms of like capitalist life and other people just don't live that and it's just and i think people find it at different times mm-hmm. it's like it's just how things go some people are really fortunate to have what they have and then they yeah. kind of like brag about it like oh i've got a two-bedroom house with like four kids and all this and blah blah and it's like i don't care i didn't ask you that <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know when I, when I said like how are you it's like i'm always doing that out of nice like a nice kind of classy yeah. i don't I really actually want to know <laughs> you know your life and that's why in a spiteful yeah. way it's just like I think that's why I pulled away from trying to do music as a career because mm-hmm. a lot of people would ask me, it's like, oh man, like, what do you do? It's like, oh, what are your goals in life? Yeah. Um, And, you know, they would always like phrase in a way, like, what business do you want to open up? And in the back of my mind, I'm like, I want to compose music. I yeah. want to be a composer. But like, you know, every time if I said that, they're like, well, what's your backup plan? 
And, and yeah, I think it's that's always a, the backup plan when we were growing up. Yeah, it's just like I feel like his big mistake is that like if you have a backup plan, then you're not really pursuing that yeah. thing that you want to do. There is no backup plan. You know, like this is what the thing I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. My backup plan is to get a job in the food industry because yeah. everybody hires. There's mm-hmm. no backup plan. And they should have had that mentality. Um, I still don't know what I want to do with my life. <laughs> well, when you hit 30, you'll, you'll have. They <laughs> I'll all... suddenly have like this huge thing. Yeah. Well, like suddenly I... I'll be uh, I'll know all the causes and triggers and ways to solve my anxiety. And well, no, I still have angst, <laughs> anxious <laughs> thoughts. I, I think it's because I grew like grew older and I was just like, I knew exactly what I didn't want to do. Yeah. Like I know exactly what I don't want to do. And it's not a matter of like, oh, I want to compose music. Well, it's like, what does that look like? Do I want to compose video game music, uh, films? Do I want to write my own albums? Like, what does that look like? But I know exactly what I don't want to do is open up my own business. I am not a business guy. I never will be. And I know there's business involved with the music industry. I understand that. But, but you don't want to run a retail or food place yeah you don't want to have a storefront i'm not a hustler i'm not i'm not like waking up every day opening up my stores like i can sell this like you just want to write your music and you get money because people are buying it yeah i want i want to send my music off like i did with with adnan with the one song and then you know it's like oh what do you think of this and they're they're like oh it's absolute rubbish and then i just cry and cry into a corner and i try again and i'm like well what about this one oh bloody hell and then they send it back, and then I cry in a corner again. That's all I want to do with my life. Yeah. Like, work 12 hours in a day just writing music just for somebody to say that it's absolute rubbish. And then just try again. Yeah, I don't, I don't know anything that I would want to do that long. Yeah. I would literally work for 12 hours on a song every single day. But, like, in terms of doing a retail or business way like that, I, I, I know for a fact I don't want to do that. I don't yeah. want to do it. But like I enjoy my embroidery and creating. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know. Like Adnan, you're going through that right now where you're just kind of figuring out like what you want your life to look like. I'm not trying to put you on a spot in case like you're jobless. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it's because he's 29 now. I'm not 29 yet. So I don't have that mentality maybe. yet. Maybe I need to be 29. But you're like kind of going through that where you're just kind of like thinking through things through. And I think you kind of hit that mark in like your late 20s into your 30s, I believe. Oh yeah, start daily questioning everything that you're doing. It's like, am I doing the right thing? Am I not doing the right mm-hmm. thing? Like, I, I I have like um, have a different perception of people. Like, we've always had like debates here where it's like, our prime minister is currently saying people shouldn't be working from home and they should be going back to the office because they spend too much. His quote unquote is where they spend too much time in the kitchen getting coffee and cheese and whatever, and they slowly Jeez. walk back to their laptops. And it's like, you you the prime minister are working from home, which is where you based as well in Downing Street. It's like, how can you say that? Yeah. The generation now, for example, I've worked two years from home in between gone to the office five times, six times in two years. Mm-hmm. It's like, how can you say to me that I can't work from home now after you force people for two years during a pandemic to yeah. work from right. home? This is the problem with like the people who keep mm-hmm. saying, oh, it's not possible. It's the older generation of people who aren't adapting to a new generation of people. So I'm, I'm in full in favor of the fact that people should be able to work from home. I'm full in favor of mm-hmm. people having the fact that they should be able to work four day weeks. Like, why are you working five day weeks? It's a dinosaur mentality from something it that is. people were doing 50, 60, yeah. you know, 40, 30 years ago. It's society now, people want four day mm-hmm. weeks. You can fill yeah. all your hours into four days. And if not, cut the fifth out, fifth day a week out. Yeah. And yeah. just do four, I... four days. You can do it 30, 38 hours, whatever your job. And it's, <laughs> you do it four days. So why are we having five, yeah. five days of working? Every time I have, like, the random, like, 
Monday holiday off, every time I have that, it's like, it's, I feel, I go back to work feeling a lot more refreshed from that one day. And I have a lot more like, um, oh, what's the word? Focus. Yeah. Like, like I'm just more focused and driven in those four days after, because I'm like, cool, I'm energized. I'm ready to go. Cause I had that one extra day to just chill and it's so much better. And it's, oh, I would love that. If you take the standard Monday to Friday, no one's productivity at the Friday is the same as the Monday. Yeah. It's just as simple as that. It's the same as a school day. People go to school five days a week. By the time it's a Friday, kids are already in like weekend mode. Yeah. Like, why Why have you got the fifth day? And like yeah. in itself, I always find like weird that we live in a society where you basically have to work five days a week out of seven. There's no yeah. trade off for the fact that I'll, I'll work four days and I'll have three days yeah. off. Why are we working five? Like, and the only people who are so against it are employers because they know that could do all their jobs in those four days but they kind of basically get screwed over if they don't use that fifth day yeah can exploit labor yeah that's the thing is like i always think about that every sunday where i'm just like i can go back to work but i'm not ready yeah it's just like go back to work every time i'm like i could use just one day just one day i right now currently especially since i'm on my feet all day yeah i do not work from home i can't do that trust me it's still not the most amazing i know from home Everything has their trade-offs. But, like, right now, I am waiting. Like, I'm in anticipation of what I'm calling my vacation day month because it starts with Memorial Day. I have that Monday off. Mm -hmm. And then I have vacation days because I'm going home for my sister's wedding. But I have that Monday off. And then a couple weeks later, my company gave us off for Juneteenth. So I have that Monday off. And a couple weeks later, it's 4th of July. So I have that Monday off. And it's, like, those random Mondays in the beginning of summer where I'm, like, I get a day off and it's like just so exciting because it's like i get that one extra day yeah it's so nice and i wish we had that in the restaurant industry i wish we had like oh we're closed on mm-hmm. july 4th i'm like and if people complain like who i who will make me food i'm like, I'm it's, like not you, fair. it's fourth of july go home and barbecue like a normal person yeah i'm just like Wait, people people go people got christmas here Oh yeah, like pubs actually open. Pub. I'm like, why? It's fucking yeah. weird, man. It's Christmas, like especially in the UK. You take Christmas way more seriously than America does. Like, <gasps> can we go to the UK for Christmas? Yeah, not then? me. Not me though. I don't like Christmas. <laughs> it's like, not me. I hate it. <laughs> I just love Literally, how you said it. Every like, time, not me. every time we move into a new place, I'm like, all right. So where's my tree gonna go? Yeah, she, <laughs> she's crazy about Christmas, but. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like we're we're closed on Christmas, and I didn't go to like we were closed for Easter. Those are the big holidays where restaurants are closed, but. You know, all these office people, they're like, oh, I have off. So I'm just going to like flood the. Uh, the... Yeah. But like, I still don't have paid time off. Yeah. And just like that's that's the thing in the food industry is that like the margins have to change. So we have to raise our prices higher to for us to afford like these mm-hmm. days off. So I understand on the business sense. I'm yeah. like, like, yeah, you can't afford to pay me when I'm not here. Yeah, I get that. Like, I understand it. But like a lot of people, they're just like, like, oh, well, it's, it's good that you're busy. It's good that you're busy. I'm like fuck off like go yeah. eat your salad and go home <laughs> like i hated when people said that. i was like well yeah. it's better to be busy than not i'm like oh, see go that's to hell. really weird in my company because my company we work it's not an insurance company but i basically tell people i work in car insurance yeah we make money when people get in car accidents yeah so it's like we want you to be safe but also if you start being too safe we can't be a company anymore yeah so it's like yeah. i literally get paid on people Getting in car accident. It's so mental. It's mental, mate. Oh but 
Um, I think we're going to start wrapping it up here because we're almost at an hour and a half podcast here. So, um, but yeah, like I, I love this talk about just, you know, like thinking about what you want to do in your life. Um, it, it, it's a hard question to tackle because, you know, you don't want to go in the cookie cutter thing of what society wants you to do. But I, I think it's you also don't want to give yourself like a giant panic attack by thinking on it too long. Right. I'm like, y'all are about to give me like an existential crisis where <laughs> I'm like, what am I going to do? I already think about that enough. Jeez. My, my dog was like going like, like ham on his itchy spot. I'm like, dude, stop. You're going to give yourself a bald spot again. Um, I finally got it growing back in. <laughs> he is just shamed. But anyways, um, but yeah, no, like I, I think it's vital, but, um, but for the last few minutes, Adnan, any last words you can give us, um, you know, giving hope to the the strange cast fans of how you're doing, not in terms of when it's coming back, because, you know, uh, behind, you the, you. yeah, behind the scenes, I've told that. And like, I don't care if it takes you two years. Uh, like, I'm, I'm still here, dude. But uh, any last words from Adnan? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, as I said, I'm coping. It's just like getting on with things and trying to find some kind of balance and you know, just kind of. <laughs> reassess everything um you know you never know am i back sooner than i think doing youtube we'll, we'll have to see um other than that i've not got much else to say sorry you yeah. put me on the spot i had no idea what to say that. uh, that's all right i just want to give you like like some something of just like oh last words but uh you know adding you're you're taking this time to heal you're taking this time to like be with family and um i i think everybody should just you know understand not that anybody's like coming after you like where is it dude but mm -hmm. um <laughs> you know adnan takes his time you know and and i think that's really really important you know there's a lot of things we want to rush in life but you know we only have one family yeah. you know but it's is what mm -hmm. it is but adnan it was great having you on it was a great conversation i'm glad we outed you for premier league uh oh questions that you got four <laughs> out of ten right but you got all the questions right with life is strange so that's get, what matters that's all that matters yeah i've kept my youtube mentality and like <laughs> your reputation intact but i'll be getting my p45 for my job next <laughs> instead <laughs> where i get fired because i don't know football because <laughs> you didn't know the attendance that was a uh, set place i think it was set place last year oh. <laughs> My workmates get a laugh out. I have like the worst sports. I, I can I know things, but I don't like know it as invested mm -hmm. of like players. I couldn't name you half the players in like in a team, but I just know what's going on. Yeah. It's kind of in the loop of something. What I usually do. Same with like Life is Strange. Like I know things, but if someone said to me, you know, who what what's Max's plant's name? I'm like Yeah. It's like I don't know. I killed that shit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I killed that plant. Like that's why I don't know her name. Like, you know. It's like, and that plant died quick too. I was like, oh my God, dude. But yeah, no, I, I don't think I would have named it was Lisa, but I, I think like with the multiple choice, I'm like, oh yeah, it's Lisa. But I don't know. I think there's things in, in life that you can just enjoy without knowing every little trivia about it. Um, if, if that's you, if that's how you enjoy things by knowing every single trivia, boo, go for, for you. Good for you. But not everybody has that same mentality, dude. Like not everybody. That's me with Metal Gear, by the way. Yeah, with Metal Gear, I could have given you... I need, to, I need to put my Kojima plug in at some point, and there it is. I feel like the only trivia I'd be good at is Gilmore Girls. Probably. Gilmore Girls... And she's a man. Yeah. I could do Friends. Friends you could do Friends. I've crushed people on Friends trivia. I can do decent in Friends. Yeah, but, but I've But I've seen Gilmore you. Girls like a thousand times, and same thing with she's the man. Yeah. 
like literally we have this uh friend seen it version and anybody i'm just like oh you want to play friend scene and i was to say like oh, i'll hustle like oh I was you say, he basically hustles people without the money yeah i'm just like but like those just like say one word of the question I'm like ross okay move up five spaces crushed you goodbye good night i think Go i beat home. you once what's that i think i beat you once yeah because i i, I beat be- you at office trivia once. office i'm like yeah, but you watched it more than I did. I somehow beat you. Yeah, but don't I don't know how that happened. But friends, I'm like, yes, friends, you're, you're right, before, on top. Before we sign off as well, have you guys been watching Lost? Come on. Um, <laughs> so with Adam's new job, he leaves for work a lot earlier. and We don't have an hour to watch it in the morning. We've been watching My Lottery Dream Home <laughs> instead. <laughs> I don't know why I agree. It's come on this episode. <laughs> disgraceful i really i've been thinking about that about that a lot i'm like poor poor lost poor lost. we just like dropped it like a hot potato and it's just out there lost in the middle <laughs> in the middle of like our streaming just like waiting for us to come back it's like in the height of it Very too cool. like it was like in the middle of like a really intense part and we we're just like oh well well, we can always watch it like halfway and then watch it again the next morning. Like almost like we how could. like how we watched movies in school, you know, the, the, yeah. they, they roll the it's TV. Like, oh, class is over. Yeah. Class is over. You, you will watch the second half tomorrow. And I'm like, you never okay. watched it. You never watched it again. Chai is disgusting. <laughs> lost. Absolutely oh. disgusting. Wait, Chai? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, no, we'll get back into it. Yeah. I swear to you. It was getting good. But then like the second. Then we scene- moved. Yeah, then we moved, and then I started a new job that I have to go in a little bit earlier, so it is what it is. I still wake up at 4.15, and I still don't have time to watch. because we wake up, we get ready, we go to the gym, we come back, we shower, we eat breakfast, you go to work. Yeah, pretty much. Like, literally, like, in that order, very strictly. Yeah, but it is what it is. But, yes, I have not been watching (laughs) most, so. Erps. I'll just end it here, but Adnan... Uh, great having you on. Great talking with you again. Um, you know, off camera, we got to like chat up again pretty soon. And I promise in, 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 in the off camera, I won't put you on the spot with like, so you weren't good at Premier League. How about um, the Spanish League? Are oh we good boy. with Spanish League? <laughs> yeah, and I can't remember what that one's called with Real Madrid. La Liga. A La Liga, yes. I See, I would have You just named been... a team. <laughs> no, I said like with Real Madrid. Oh, I thought you said it's Real it's what? Real Madrid. Um, it's like, I think that's just a team. I think that's a game show. <laughs> I don't think so. Real Madrid. I don't think so. Hosted by... Uh, anyway, ha- close the show. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we thank you again for listening to this week's What's the Biz with Adam and Liz for episode 100. <laughs> We've been bitching and moaning for 100 episodes. Yes, basically. How- <laughs> Aren't you lucky? How about that? So... Thanks again to Adnan Riaz. Adnan, where can we find you on Twitter so we can stalk you? Where can we find you? I am at Adnan Riaz9 on Twitter. I am verified, so I have a blue tick. Don't go to any of the imposters. <laughs> um, yeah. That is me on Twitter if you want to find me. Yeah, look for Adnan Riaz. Look for the blue check mark, and that's him because it's verified. That's how verified check marks should work. Not about celebrity, but about like, oh, this is the right person I'm talking to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have 900 followers. Well, I have less than 900 followers. I'm verified. Yeah. The reason why I'm verified, kids, because I'm a very important person. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's true. Well, no, I was just thinking about how many followers I was wondering if. <laughs> if i could yeah. get verified because I, I think it has to do with like have articles written about you oh. 
like, ha- are you like a public figure, basically? Gotcha. So, Adnan, I need to start writing articles about me. That would be great. So, <laughs> you, he's even on Wikipedia. Nice. Yeah. He's got a little Wikipedia little That's blurb. That's cool. Yeah. But I'll just say, okay, I'm going to end it here. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, <laughs> we got to get going soon. So, yeah, we do. All right. Thanks again for listening to this week's What's the Biz with Adam and Liz. Uh, again, episode 100. Thanks for listening to all the 100 episodes, you weirdo. Um, we'll see you in the next one for episode 101. Uh, will we have a guest? I don't know. Don't 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 put me on the spot here. Uh, but thanks again for listening. And just remember that God values you in life no matter what and no matter what you think about yourself. So uh, stay safe. Keep calm. Carry on. We'll see you in the next one. Toodles.